fiscal update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual fiscal update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 4, 2018, Executive Council Meeting, July 30, 2018. The Executive Council met on Monday, July 30, 2018. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. On behalf of the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, Director Janet Phipps presented a request for approval of annual group insurance renewal rates beginning January 2019. A request for proposal was completed in early 2018 for the new health care contract and out of three bidders, Wellmark was issued an intent to award beginning January 1, 2019. The new health care plan will continue to provide the same plan design and options as the previous plan with a contract length of two years with four one-year renewal options. Projected 2019 claims are expected to rise by 1% for a total of approximately $332 million. Additionally, Director Phipps also presented the renewal contract for dental insurance. Delta Dental will remain the provider of this service and premiums are expected to rise by 1.6% for all employees with the exception of State Police Officers Council covered employees for whom the premium rate is expected to rise 3.6%. The new enrollment period will begin October 8, 2018 and run through November 9, 2018. The Council unanimously voted to approve the new Wellmark Health Care contract and renew the existing Delta Dental Insurance contract. The Office of Attorney General AG requested approval for payment pursuant to Iowa Code Section 7D.10 for court costs and expenses incurred in prosecuting civil commitments under Iowa Code Chapter 229A for the Sexually Violent Predator Commitment Program. The AG has requested a total of approximately $25,000 to cover costs related to expert witness fees. Additionally, the AG requested approval of a $30,000 expenditure on behalf of the Department of Revenue. The payment will come from the litigation expense fund and will be paid out in the first quarter of the 2019 fiscal year. The Council unanimously approved both of these requests. The Council approved a five-year lease between the Department of Natural Resources and Hendricks River Logistics, LLC, terminating on September 30, 2023. The annual lease fee is approximately $22,500. Finally, the Council also unanimously approved payment of various cost items totaling approximately $117,000, including a payment of approximately $56,000 to Barnes & Thorpe, LLP of Chicago for legal services related to the Peregrine Financial Group PFG bankruptcy. The payment will be made 
by the University of Northern Iowa. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 5, 2018. Special Audit, Blackhawk and Brimmer, Soil and Water Conservation Districts. A special audit report was released on August 31, 2018 regarding the inappropriate use of funds from the Blackhawk and Bremer Soil and Water Conservation Districts, SWCDs. Findings. The special audit report details the transactions completed by Leslie Carey, the conservation assistant employed by Blackhawk and Bremer SWCDs, and outlines transactions totaling over $441,000 in improper or unsupported disbursements. The time period is from 2011 through 2017. This includes approximately $182,000 in cash disbursements from Blackhawk SWCD. To read the entire report, refer to the Auditor of State website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 5, 2018. Notice of Change of Allocation, Administration and Regulation Budget Subcommittee. The Department of Inspections and Appeals notified the Legislative Services Agency on August 31, 2018 of a change of allocation and funding for fiscal year 2018 per the authority of House File 640, Fiscal Year 2019 Administration and Regulation Appropriations Act, Section 12, Subsection A. Reallocation Summary. A total transfer of $23,325 from the Administrative Hearings Division, Investigations Division, and Health Facilities Division to the Administrative Division was made due to an unexpected decrease in federal indirect funding as a result of holding positions vacant in the Health Facilities Division and Investigations Division. A transfer of $7,775 was made from each named division to the administrative division. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, September 6, 2018. State Appeal Board meeting, September 2018. The State Appeal Board met on September 4, 2018 at the State Capitol in Des Moines. The board took the following actions. Approved $3,800 in general claims as filed under Iowa Code Chapter 25. Approved $177,000 and denied $12.5 million in tort claims as filed under Iowa Code Chapter 669. Settlements. The board approved five settlements totaling $1.3 million. The largest settlements resulted from the following cases. Couch versus State of Iowa Department of Human Services. The case represents the last settlement preceded by a larger class action lawsuit involving 35 individual plaintiff cases. This case involves allegations of racial discrimination, racial harassment, and retaliation at the Iowa Department of Human Services. The plaintiff alleged that she was terminated because of her race. The state has agreed to settle the case for $82,000. 
and estate of Kathleen Haptonstall and William Haptonstall individually versus state of Iowa. The plaintiffs alleged that the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics UIHC eating disorder unit was negligent by allowing Kathleen Haptonstall to attend occupational therapy while being deemed a high risk for suicide and UIHC staff improperly supervised her, which permitted her to elope from the group and jump off of the top floor of a parking ramp. The state has agreed to settle this lawsuit for a total sum of $2.5 million. University of Iowa physicians will contribute $1.25 million and the remaining $1.25 million will be paid from the state general fund. The next regular meeting of the state appeal board is scheduled for October 1, 2018 at the state capitol in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division. Division, September 6, 2018. Notice of Funds Transfer, Administration and Regulation Budget Subcommittee. Notice of Funds Transfer, the Department of Management notified the Legislative Services Agency on August 29, 2018 of a request for transfer of fiscal year 2018 funds under Iowa Code Section 8.39 for several agencies under the purview of the Administration and Regulation Budget Subcommittee. The transfers requested are as follows. Transfer of funds from the Department of Revenue Operations budget line item to the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, utilities budget line item amount up to but not exceeding $119,965.48. Reason, the shortfall in the DAS utilities appropriation is attributed to swings in 2018 spring temperatures. Unusual weather conditions caused an increase in energy consumption, causing an increase in expenditures exceeding the initial appropriated amount. Transfer of funds from the Governor's slash Lieutenant Governor's General Office Budget Line Item to the Governor's slash Lieutenant Governor's Office Terrace Hill Quarters Budget Line Item. Amount up to but not exceeding $39,500. Reason, this transfer of funds was requested to cover daily operational expenses of the Terrace Hill Quarters appropriation during fiscal year 2018. Actions on these transfers will not be finalized prior to September 12, 2018. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458 and Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 6, 2018. Fiscal Year 2018 Reallocation, Office of the State Public Defender. Fiscal Year 2018 Reallocation Notice. The Legislative Services Agency was notified August 31, 2018 by the Office of the State Public Defender of a reallocation of funding from the Office of the State Public Defender to the Indigent Defense Fund. The notice and reallocation were made pursuant to Iowa Code Section 13B.4, Subsection 7. Reallocation Summary. For fiscal year 2018, $735,000 was transferred from the Office of the State Public Defender to the Indigent Defense Fund. The reallocation was necessary due to an unexpected increase in contract attorney claims. Indigent Defense Fund. The Indigent Defense Fund pays private attorneys for representing indigent defendants or indigent parties. 
The fund also pays for expert witnesses, court reporters of depositions, private investigators, and other service providers for the benefit of indigent defendants or indigent parties. Claims submitted to the fund are paid by a state general fund appropriation to the Indigent Defense Fund. For fiscal year 2018, the General Assembly appropriated $33.4 million in Senate File 509, Fiscal Year 2018 Justice System Appropriations Act, and a supplemental appropriation of $1.7 million in Senate File 2117, Fiscal Year 2018 Budget Adjustment Act, for the Indigent Defense Fund. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 6, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, September 4, 2018. The Executive Council met on Tuesday, September 4, 2018. Treasurer of State Michael Fitzgerald was not present at the meeting. All other members attended the meeting in person or telephonically. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. On behalf of the Department of Human Services, DHS, Christy Templeton requested an additional resolution of funds totaling $75,000 pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20a regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Clay, Dickinson, Emmett, Kosuth, Lyon, Osceola, Palo Alto, Scott, and Story Counties. These counties suffered damage from severe storms on June 20, 2018. The Council unanimously approved this request. Templeton also presented a request for an additional resolution of funds totaling $750,000 pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20a regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Boone, Dallas, Jasper, and Polk counties. These counties suffered damage from severe storms on June 30, 2018. The Council unanimously approved this request as well. The Department of Justice Attorney General's Office, AG, requested retention of outside counsel pursuant to Iowa Code Section 13.3, Subsection 1 in Mary Kimball v. Woodward Resource Center, State of Iowa and Second Injury Fund of Iowa, a workers' compensation case filed by a state employee, and in Mark Allen Pluger versus Iowa Department of Transportation, State of Iowa and Second Injury Fund of Iowa, also a workers' compensation case filed by a state employee. The council unanimously approved the hiring of Patterson Law Firm, LLP of Des Moines, to represent the state in both of these cases. Additionally, the AG's office requested authorization to employ an outside attorney on a temporary basis to assist the office in handling a backlog of criminal appeal cases. The council unanimously approved this request. The council also unanimously approved payments of various emergency allocations, totaling approximately $83,000, including a reimbursement of approximately $13,500 to the Department of Public Safety to cover damage to a state patrol vehicle after an accident involving a deer in Page County. Finally, the Council approved approximately $36,800 in payment of various cost items, including a payment of approximately $7,600 to Barnes & Thornburg LLP, referencing an invoice from Peregrine Financial Group, PFG Bankruptcy. Payment will be made from funds provided by the University of Northern Iowa. Additional information 
is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 9, 2018, Early Childhood Iowa Board Meeting, September 2018. The Early Child Iowa ECI State Board met on September 7, 2018 in Des Moines, Iowa. The board saw a presentation on the recently released Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed or ALICE report by the United Way. This report focuses on children and families who are above the federal poverty line but are unlikely to be able to afford a basic budget on the family's income. The report estimates that 25% of Iowans fall into this category in which the family adults are working full-time and are above the poverty level but are unable to create savings or deal with large expenses without going into debt. The study shows that the number of individuals qualifying as Alice has increased in recent years, most likely due to wage stagnation, while the cost of the basic needs budget, housing, child care, food, transportation, health care, technology, and taxes has increased significantly. The board also saw a presentation on the National Certification Exam for Family Support Workers, which Iowa participated, helped develop. The assessment is still in early implementation in Iowa, and the board chose to create an ad hoc committee to review and make recommendations regarding the exam. Early Childhood Iowa staff led the board in a review of the ECI draft strategic plan, which is going through its final revisions and is expected to be adopted in January 2019. Representatives from the Siouxland Human Investment Partnership, or SHIP, and Ida Woodbury ECI area presented on the Prime Age to Engage campaign, which is focused on supporting families in increasing early literacy skills. Early Childhood Iowa staff updated the board on the upcoming Iowa Early Childhood Systems Summit in October, which is open to all registrants. The next meeting is November 1st and 2nd in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and will consist of both a site visit and the regular ECI board meeting. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-238-2833. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 11, 2018, Audit, Iowa Communications Network. Report released. On September 5, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report on the Iowa Communications Network, ICN, for the year that ended June 30, 2017. The report notes several findings related to internal controls for financial information processing, billing rates, and inventory. The report also recommends that the ICN establish procedures to ensure an accurate and up-to-date capital asset listing. The report contained the following findings related to internal controls. The report found that 7 of 35 inmate calling net plus receipts tested were not deposited within 10 days. Iowa Code Section 12.10 requires state agencies, with some exceptions, to deposit receipts within 10 days. The report recommended that the ICN develop procedures to ensure receipts are deposited in a timely fashion. Response. 
the ICN has implemented procedures to deposit receipts in the time frame specified. The report found that, quote, five monthly billings for inmate calling services were not invoiced within the following month. The months of August, September, and October 2016 were billed in December 2016, and the months of December 2016 and January 2017 were billed in March of 2017, end quote. The report recommended that the ICN ensure that all billings are issued in a timely manner. Response, the ICN reported that it has implemented procedures to ensure services are billed in a timely manner. The report found that seven monthly procurement cards were not paid within 30 days of the statement date. The Iowa Purchasing Card Program Policy and Procedures Manual requires these cards to be paid within a 30-day time frame. The report recommended the ICN develop procedures to ensure payment within the time frame. Response, the ICN reported that it has implemented procedures to make payments within the time frame required. The report found the ICN inadequately segregated duties related to inventorying items. The report recommended that, quote, the ICN should review the internal controls activities to obtain the maximum internal control possible under the circumstances, end quote. Response, the ICN reported that it will, quote, follow written procedures to maintain segregation of duties for inventory internal controls and initiate a schedule of cycle counts, end quote. The ICN lacked an adequate control system to ensure approval rates are used for net plus billings. The report recommended the ICN revise internal controls and document independent reviews of net plus billing. Response, the ICN reported that it has implemented procedures to approve and review billing rates. The report identified the need to maintain a written, detailed, and up-to-date inventory of capital assets as required by Iowa Code Section 7A.30. During site visits by the auditor, five items totaling $47,800 in value were not found at the documented location due to undocumented transfers. The report recommends the adoption of additional written procedures to maintain an up-to-date inventory. Response, the ICN reported that it will continue to follow internal written procedures to maintain records for capital assets. The report identified two employees who followed a process different from other ICN employees to approve timesheets. These two employees' timesheets were approved by the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, rather than an ICN employee. The report recommended that timesheets should be prepared by all employees and submitted to a supervisor for approval. Response, the ICN reported that it has implemented a process to adhere to DAS policy that all timesheets should be approved by the employees and the ICN supervisor or executive team member. Prior recommendations. The auditor includes recommendations from a special investigation released on January 18, 2018. The full audit report can be found on the Auditor of State's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Adam Broich, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-8223. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 14, 2018. Commission for the Blind Meeting, September 2018. The Commission for the Blind met on September 4, 2018 at the Department for the Blind in Des Moines. The Commissioners unanimously re-elected Commissioner Sandy Ryan as Chairperson and elected Janice Eggers, a new Department employee, as Secretary. Fiscal Year 2020 Budget Request. After a review of the proposal and discussion, the Commission unanimously approved the Fiscal Year 2020 Budget Request. 
The proposed fiscal year 2020 budget includes a state appropriation of $2,247,499, an increase of $79,877, or 3.7%, compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The fiscal year 2020 proposal includes no change in federal or other funding compared to budgeted fiscal year 2019. The proposed increase in state funding would provide salary benefits and travel costs to hire and put an additional independent living teacher in the field. It was noted that as of July 31, 2018, the department had not drawn down all of the federal funds available for FFY 2018. Director Emily Wharton and Chief Financial Officer CFO Andrew Pulford discussed factors that have slowed the use of federal funds, including uncertainty about the amount of the fiscal year 2018 state deappropriation and the impact on the department's ability to match federal funding. Another factor mentioned was staff vacancies that took longer than anticipated to fill. Newsline for the Blind. The commission discussed the status of funding for the Newsline for the Blind subscription. The last state appropriation for the Newsline subscription was in fiscal year 2017 in the amount of $52,000. In fiscal year 2018, the commission agreed to use the gifts and bequests fund to continue the subscription an additional year, with the caveat that the National Federation of the Blind, Iowa Chapter NFBI, and the Iowa Council of the United Blind, ICUB, would need to find a source of funding for the next year. The newsline available through the National Federation of the Blind makes audio versions of newspapers available to subscription members. Director Wharton explained that the base package includes five major newspapers, including the Des Moines Register, at a cost of $28,000 in 2018, although the cost has likely increased now. In the past, the department included four more newspapers in the subscription at a cost of $5,000 each. The readership for the four additional newspapers has been low. A representative of NFBI was available by phone and discussed the ability to collect data on usage. The commission voted unanimously to spend no more than $30,000 on the base subscription of five newspapers to request data and research on who has been using the four additional newspapers and to have the department serve as administrator for the state's subscription rather than NFBI to allow for better data collection and research. Staff reports. Director Wharton and other department administrators reported on recent and planned activities and changes in staff. Outreach. Commissioner Ryan Brems had requested time on the agenda to discuss community outreach. He relayed his experience as a parent of a child who was blind at birth. He said he did not learn of the department and its services until his son was 16 years old. He discussed the importance of getting information out to health care providers and schools. Director Wharton noted the reluctance of health care providers to shift from talking to parents about how to improve a child's vision to how to help the child learn to live with blindness. She noted that a parent who is also a marketing professional wants to help create a targeted marketing campaign. She also noted that department staff will be meeting bi-monthly with staff of the Iowa Braille and Sight Saving School to promote collaboration and get information about the department into the K-12 through schools. 
The meeting agenda and supporting information is available on the department's website along with announcements of future meetings. The next meeting will be in December 2018. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 14, 2018. Audit, Department of Transportation. On September 11, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report on the Department of Transportation, DOT, for the year ending June 30, 2017. Findings. The report noted four findings related to internal control for the DOT and a finding relating to statutory requirements. The report found the Motor Vehicle Division was purchasing uniforms from local or online retailers and not through a contract as required by DOT policy. Response. The DOT signed a contract with a vendor in October 2017. The report noted certain transactions utilizing P-cards were coded incorrectly and one transaction's public purpose was not documented. Response. The DOT will provide additional training to ensure all purchases are properly recorded, supported, and have a clear public purpose documented. The report noted there is no evidence of monthly reviews for voided and no charge adjustments related to trip permit fees. Response, the DOT has implemented independent review of voided and no charge adjustments reports. Beginning August 2018, Motor Carrier Services will ensure that documentation of that review is maintained. The report noted that supporting documentation for certain original copies of invoices was not being maintained for one year beyond the fiscal year as required by the Department of Administrative Services, State Accounting Enterprise, DAS-SAE. Response, the DOT's policies and procedures have now been drafted and are in process of being finalized to ensure adequate documentation is maintained to support payment. Iowa Code Section 73.16 requires the DOT to establish a procurement goal of goods and services from targeted small businesses, TSB, each year. The goal shall be stated in terms of a dollar amount and at a level exceeding the procurement level from certified TSBs during the previous fiscal year. The DOT's fiscal year 2017 goal was not set at a level exceeding actual fiscal year 2016 TSB spending. Response, the department increased its stated goal and submitted the required reports as directed and approved by the Iowa Economic Development Authority, IDEA. In fiscal year 2018, the DOT reported $31.2 million in TSB expenditures exceeding the stated goal of $19.5 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Michael Guance, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-729-7755. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 14, 2018. Audit, City of Long Grove and Parkview Water and Sanitary District. The Auditor of State released a report on September 11, 2018 regarding a special investigation of the City of Long Grove and the Parkview Water and Sanitary District for the period of January 1, 2009 through June 30, 2017. The investigation was requested by city and district officials because of concerns regarding collection of building permit fees and certain work hours recorded by and expense reimbursements made to Joel McCubbin. Mr. McCubbin, a shared public works employee, was placed on administrative leave on May 25, 2017 by the district and May 30, 2017 
by the city. The district subsequently placed Mr. McCubbin on unpaid administrative leave effective August 29, 2017, and he remained in that status as of the date of the report. Mr. McCubbin resigned from the city effective July 3, 2018. Findings. The investigation identified $427,000 in improper disbursements attributed to Mr. McCubbin, including payroll issuance, FICA and IPERS contributions and expense reimbursements all issued to Mr. McCubbin. The investigation also identified $144,000 in improper disbursements that were attributable to actions taken by the City Council, including additional compensation issued to four City employees and sick leave payouts issued to three city employees that were not in compliance with the city's policies. The investigation identified $6,200 of unsupported disbursements attributable to Mr. McCubbin. The amount consists of expense reimbursements issued to Mr. McCubbin by the city and the district where sufficient supporting documentation was not found. Recommendations. The report includes recommendations to strengthen the city's and the district's internal control and operations. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 17, 2018. Board of Regents approves fiscal year 2020 budget request. The Board of Regents met on September 13, 2018 to receive public comment and consider the proposed request for fiscal year 2020 state funding. After hearing presentations from each of the university presidents and the administrator for the special schools, the Board voted unanimously to approve the proposal, including a total of $628.4 million in state funding, an increase of $20.6 million compared to the fiscal year 2019 funding levels. The request includes appropriations that are part of the budgets to be developed by the Education, Economic Development, and Agriculture and Natural Resources Appropriations Subcommittees. In addition to funding requests, the proposal includes a statement regarding the need for collaboration and partnership between institutions and other sectors of state government. The statement continues, quote, the board also seeks relief from statutory and administrative state mandates that demonstrably impede the region's flexibility and governance, require unnecessary staff work, or require significant reporting, which no longer serves a critical state or region strategic purpose, end quote. The proposal also seeks the participation of the region's institution in the salary pool, quote, should the state develop a plan for supporting salaries for all employees, end quote. Fiscal year 2020 budget request, education appropriations budget. For fiscal year 2020, the board is requesting an increase of $18 million for general education funding for the three universities. No increase in the special purpose appropriations is requested. The requested increases for the universities are as follows. University of Iowa UI, $7 million for a total appropriation of $221.7 million. Iowa State University ISU, $7 million for a total appropriation of $177.6 million. And University of Northern Iowa UNI, $4 million for a total appropriation of $99.7 million. For the special schools, the board is requesting the following increases. Iowa School for the Deaf, $400,000 for a total appropriation of $10.4 million. And Iowa Braille and Sight Saving School, $167,000 for a total appropriation of $4.3 million. 
The request also includes an increase of $14,000 for Iowa Public Radio for a total fiscal year 2020 appropriation of $1.4 million. Other fiscal year 2020 budget requests. The board is also requesting the following changes in funding for fiscal year 2020 from other portions of the state budget. Economic development appropriations, an increase of $4.4 million for total economic development funding of $13.1 million. Agriculture and natural resources appropriations, an increase of $410,000 for the veterinary diagnostic laboratory for total funding for the laboratory of $4.5 million, and unassigned standing appropriations, a decrease of $3.4 million for tuition replacement for total tuition replacement funding of $28.1 million. Fiscal Year 2021 Budget Request The proposal approved by the board notes that while the board will formally consider the request for fiscal year 2021 appropriations at the September 2019 board meeting, the board will submit an initial request for an $18 million increase in fiscal year 2021. The next meeting of the Board of Regents is scheduled for November 15th and 16th, 2018 at UNI. Meeting agendas, agenda items, and minutes can be found on the board's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 17, 2018. Audit, Iowa Lottery Authority. Report released. On September 7, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report on the Iowa Lottery Authority for the period of April 1, 2017 through March 31, 2018. Some of the procedures performed are as follows. Five draw dates for the period of April 1, 2017 through March 31, 2018 were selected. For each draw date, the total amount of sales as shown on the daily sales report produced by the authority's gaming system and the total amount of sales shown on the related daily sales report produced by the internal control system were compared with the balance listed in the sales column for each respective draw date. The total dollar amount of the set prizes for the aforementioned draw dates was recalculated based on the total number of winners from the authority's gaming system for each prize level, and the prize structure of the Lucky for Life set prizes. The recalculated expense was compared with the amount listed for actual set prizes and actual low-tier prizes for each draw date. The expired prize allocation report was compared against the unclaimed prizes report obtained from the authority's gaming system. The amounts of sales, actual set prizes, or actual low-tier prizes, and share of set prizes or allocated low-tier prizes shown on the draw activity report were compared to the amounts shown on the Lucky for Life draw report as generated by the authority. The total of the transfers from the authority to the game administrator for settlement of the actual set prize liability were compared to the amounts listed in the quote settlement columns on the set prize analysis report. And the balance listed as the authority's payable as of March 31, 2018 for the actual set prizes or actual lower tier prize liability as shown on the set prize analysis report was compared to the authority's financial accounting records and to the lucky for life draw report. All amounts agreed and no exceptions were noted. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 18, 2018, Council on Human Services, September 2018 meeting. 
The Department of Human Services, DHS, Council on Human Services, met on September 11th and 12th, 2018, to review and approve the DHS budget request to the governor for fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021. Budget submission. The council voted 3-2 to two to approve the presented fiscal year 2020 budget. The budget requests a total of 90 $3 million in increases for fiscal year 2020, including a net increase of $76.2 million for the Medicaid program, a net increase of $12.2 million for the Children's Health Insurance Program, an increase of $1.2 million for medical contracts, an increase of $719,000 for adoption subsidy. The DHS budget book with additional information on the requests just stated is available at dhs.iowa.gov slash budget dash reports. Additional request. In addition to the approved budget, the council voted 5-0 to zero to include a letter to the governor requesting additional dollars for fiscal year 2020 if funds are available totaling $16.5 million for various department needs and $24.9 million for technology and other systems upgrades. The council noted that the following items were a priority, an increase of $309,000 to upgrade security staffing to address patient behavioral systems at the Cherokee and Independence Mental Health Institutes, MHIs, an increase of $242,000 for increased cost of services including pharmaceuticals, food, transportation, and utilities at the Cherokee MHI, Independence MHI, Eldora State Training School, and the Civil Commitment Unit for Sexual Offenders, CCUSO. An increase of $2.9 million for field operations to fully fund 1,438 FTE positions that are currently filled for fiscal year 2019. An increase of $1.5 million for field operations to expand operations of the Centralized Service Intake Unit for the Child Abuse Reporting Hotline. And an increase in $3 million to replace one-time funding sources used for fiscal year 2019 at the Independence MHI CCUSO and Eldora State Training School. The next meeting of the Council on Human Services is scheduled for October 10, 2018 at the Hoover State Office Building. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-689-0598 and Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 20, 2018, Iowa Workforce Development Board Meeting, August 2018. The Iowa Workforce Development, IWD, Board held its meeting on August 27, 2018. The Board approved the proposed list of careers that will be deemed to be in high demand. The board received updates on the following programs and activities, current activities of the IWD, eligible training providers policy list, mandated realignment of the IWD areas, regions, and requested waivers submitted to the U.S. Department of Labor, Minority Outreach Standing Committee, Ex-Offender Reentry Committee, and Disability Access Standing Committee. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 20, 2018. Executive Council
Council meeting September 17, 2018. The Executive Council met on Tuesday, September 17, 2018. Governor Reynolds was not present at the meeting. All other members attended the meeting in person or telephonically. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. On behalf of the Department of Human Services, DHS, Christy Templeton requested a resolution of funds totaling $140,000 pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Clinton and Iowa counties. These counties suffered damage from severe storms on August 28, 2018. The Council unanimously approved this request. Templeton also presented an additional request for a resolution of funds totaling $300,000 pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Boone, Dallas, Jasper, and Polk counties. These counties suffered damage from severe storms on September 2, 2018. The Council unanimously approved this request as well. The Office of the Attorney General requested approval for payment pursuant to Iowa Code Section 7D.10 for court costs and expenses incurred in prosecuting civil commitments under Iowa Code Chapter 229A for the Sexually Violent Predator Commitment Program. The Office requested a total of approximately $16,000 to cover costs related to expert witness fees. The Council unanimously approved this request. Auditor of State Mary Moseman requested that the Office of the Auditor of State be allowed to hire the following outside public accounting CPA firms to perform periodic examinations for the following cities listed for the period ending June 30, 2018. The firm Gronwald, Bell, and Cayune to examine the cities of Arian, Ayrshire, Danbury, Deloitte, and Fenton for a cost of $16,975. Rochelle Thompson, CPA, to examine the cities of Bassett, Castalia, Clayton, Elkport, and Fort Atkinson for a cost of $13,870. The firm Hogan-Hanson to examine the cities of Charlotte, Goose Lake, Lamont, Maharishi, Vedic City and Maysville for a cost of $18,000. Total cost of all examinations is estimated to be $48,845. The Council unanimously approved this request. The Council unanimously approved a five-year lease between the Department of Natural Resources and CF Industries Nitrogen LLC. The lease will last for five years and expires August 6, 2023. The total cost of the lease is expected to be $2,100 annually. The Council also approved a total of approximately $57,000 in emergency allocations, including a payment of approximately $35,000 to the DHS to cover repair costs of vehicles damaged by the tornado in Marshalltown earlier this summer. Additionally, the Council approved a total of approximately $63,000 in payment of cost items, including a payment of approximately $1,600 to Gray Miller Persh, LLP of Washington, D.C. Payment will be made from funds provided by Iowa Public Television. Finally, the Council reviewed and accepted a request from Mr. Kenneth M. Quinn, Ambassador Retired, President of the World Food Prize to serve wine at the Laureate Award reception and dinner to be held at the State Capitol on October 18, 2018. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 
5250 Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 24, 2018. Western States Legislative Fiscal Officers Association Conference E. Conference, the Fiscal Services Division recently hosted the annual Western States Legislative Fiscal Officers Association, WSLFOA, conference in Des Moines on September 9 through the 12, 2018. The meeting provides an opportunity for fiscal office directors and senior staff in the western states to come together and discuss common issues facing their states. The meeting is a great opportunity to explore key topics in depth and to meet informally with colleagues from around the region to discuss common legislative concerns such as budget and revenue issues as well as staffing or staff management issues. Attendees at this year's conference were from 10 states, Alaska, California, Iowa, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, and Wisconsin. In addition, representatives from the National Conference of State Legislatures and CSL and the Pew Charitable Trusts were also present. Members of the conference visited many different places across Iowa, including Cedar Rock State Park in Quasquedon, the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Eagle Point Rock and Lock and Dam Number 11, and the Mississippi River in Dubuque. They also took tours of the World Food Prize Hall of Laureates and Central Academy in Des Moines. The group heard presentations from the University of Iowa Children's Hospital and Clinics, Iowa Economic Development Authority, Director Debbie Durham, Greater Des Moines Partnership President Gene Meyer, Greater Dubuque Development Corporation President Rick Dickinson, Self-Help International Executive Director Nora Tobin, and presentations from LSA staff on school finance, revenue estimating, and managed care. The next annual association meeting will be in Carson City, Nevada in 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Holly Lyons, Director of the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7845. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 24, 2018. Iowa Economic Development Authority Board Meeting, September 2018. The Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, board met on September 21, 2018 and took the following actions. Direct financial assistance and tax benefits. Approved five projects for direct financial assistance and tax benefits through the High Quality Jobs Program, HQJP. The awards are to assist in the creation of 290 jobs and are expected to result in approximately $182.5 million in new capital investments. Redevelopment Tax Credits approved the assignment of a contract for a Waverly, Iowa project. Budget Approval approved the IEDA's fiscal year 2020 budget request. The overall general fund budget request is an increase of $600,000. The increase of $600,000 is for the World Food Prize to bring the request up to the standing limit amount of $1 million as specified in Iowa Code Section 15.368. Other actions approved rulemakings related to the Future Ready Iowa Apprenticeship Development Fund. Financial Summary received financial reports from IEDA staff. As of August 31, 2018, the following amounts remained unobligated. General Fund Operations Fiscal Year 2018, $1.5 million. High Quality Jobs Creation Program, HQJP, Fiscal Year 2019, $6.1 million. And Tax Credit Cap, Fiscal Year 2019 Allocation, $132.8 million. 
contracts, approved contract amendments for seven projects and terminated one contract. The board also approved a $4.5 million three-year contract with the Iowa Innovation Corporation to assist with the creation of the Iowa Biodevelopment Center Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates. Approved the award of approximately $139,000 in Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates. The certificates are to encourage seed capital investment in innovative Iowa businesses, primarily those in advanced manufacturing, biosciences, and information technology. The certificates represent 25% of the investor's equity investment in a certified innovation fund. The Allstate staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 25, 2018. College Student Aid Commission Meeting, September 2018. New Location, the College Student Aid Commission met on Friday, September 21, 2018 at its new offices. The Commission's new address is 475 Southwest 5th Street, Suite D, Des Moines, Iowa, 50309. Fiscal Year 2020 Agency Budget Request. The Commission authorized staff to submit to the Department of Management a fiscal year 2020 general budget fund budget request totaling $59.1 million, an increase of $130,000 compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The increase is for one-time general administration funding for implementation of the Skilled Workforce Last Dollar Scholarship and the Skilled Workforce Grant, both part of the Future Ready Iowa FRI initiative. The budget request does not include appropriations for the new programs, which were established in House File 2458, Future Ready Iowa Act, during the 2018 legislative session, but the Commission anticipates that both programs will be funded. The Commission is also requesting status quo funding of the Skilled Workforce Shortage Grant from the Skilled Worker and Job Creation Fund. Fiscal Year 2020 Commission Members Budget Request As the Commission has done in previous years, the Commission approved a separate budget request that the Commission members will present to the Governor's Office. The Commission's general fund request totals $62.6 million, an increase of $3.7 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2019, and includes a 3.9% increase in funding for each of the state-funded aid programs. It also includes restoration of the general fund standing appropriation of $1.3 million for the college work-study program. From the Skilled Worker and Job Creation Fund, the Commission members are requesting an increase of $195,000, or 3.9%, for the Skilled Workforce Shortage Grant. Proposed 2019 Legislation The Commission unanimously authorized staff to pre-file two pieces of legislation to be considered during the 2019 legislative session. The first proposal makes a correction to Senate File 2415, 2018 Education Appropriations Act, to strike age provisions from language that made foster care youth and dependents of public safety workers killed in the line of duty preferentially eligible for the All-Iowa Opportunity Scholarship. The age provisions could prevent those students from receiving the maximum benefits otherwise available to them. The second proposal is a technical correction to the Skilled Workforce Shortage Grant to eliminate a reference to a statute that is scheduled to repeal July 1, 2019. Fiscal Year 2019 Financial Summary 
the commission reviewed financial summaries for the end of fiscal year 2018 and the first two months of fiscal year 2019. In fiscal year 2018, the commission received $65.4 million in state funding for aid programs and distributed $61.2 million. The remaining $4.2 million will carry forward to fiscal year 2019. The Commission also received state funding of $429,000 for fiscal year 2018 administrative operations and spent $768,000. The overage of $339,000 was funded from the Commission's Operating Reserve Fund. The Commission received $3.8 million in fiscal year 2019 from its contract with Great Lakes Higher Education Corporation for management of the Commission's federal loan portfolio. Those proceeds are deposited in the Operating Reserved Fund. Highlights of other Commission action. Executive Research Officer Mark Wiederspan highlighted the newly released 2018 Condition of Higher Education Report. Executive Director Karen Mizjak noticed that final fiscal year 2018 data on specific programs will be available in the Higher Education Data Center section of the Commission's website in the coming weeks. Christina Sibowa, Division Administrator for Community Engagement, highlighted a report on the impact of Gear Up Iowa on post-secondary enrollment and persistence. The research is published in the September 2018 edition of the journal Education Evaluation and Policy Analysis. The Commission approved notices of intended action on administrative rules, including the rescission of rules for the Registered Nurse and Nurse Educator Loan Forgiveness Program, which has been replaced by the Healthcare Loan Repayment Program. Rules for the new program were approved at an earlier meeting. The Commission approved a third annual extension under a five-year contract of an agreement with the Iowa Department of Human Services, DHS, for administration of the Education Training Voucher. The DHS receives federal funds to cover the educational costs of youth who are aging out of foster care and paid $600,000 to 177 students in the last academic year. Commission staff reviewed the results of the agency's three-year strategic plan that ended June 30, 2018. A new strategic planning process is underway. The Commission also received a report on post-secondary registration. The next meeting of the College Student Aid Commission is scheduled for November 16, 2018. The agenda and materials for each meeting can be found on the Commission website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 25, 2018. Audit, Iowa Public Information Board. The Auditor of State released an audit report on the Iowa Public Information Board for fiscal year 2017. The findings of the audit were related to statutory requirements. The first statutory requirement as found in Iowa Code Section 73.16 states that the Director must establish a procurement goal for Certified Targeted Small Businesses, TSBs, each fiscal year. The TSB procurement goal for the Iowa Public Information Board was not submitted for fiscal year 2017. A second statutory requirement, as found in Iowa Code Section 23.3, states that nine members must be appointed to the board by the governor. For six months of fiscal year 2017, there were only eight board members appointed to the board. The auditor recommended that the board establish a procurement goal for certified TSBs 
each fiscal year and that the board maintain nine board member appointments. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks-Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 25, 2018, Audit, Department of Commerce. The Auditor of State released an audit report on the six divisions of the Iowa Department of Commerce for fiscal year 2016. Results from the audit led to the recommendation that certain divisions within the department increase controls over receipts, payroll, and procurement practices. Alcoholic Beverages Division, ABD. The audit found there were deficiencies in internal control over financial reporting, receipts, and procurement practices as evidenced by the following findings. Prepaid expenses were understated by $1.4 million and intangible asset additions were understated by $98,000. Construction commitments, buildings and building improvement additions and other contractual obligations were overstated. Capital asset additions were not reconciled in a timely fashion with expenditures tracked within the state accounting system. Beginning balances for governmental capital assets and the related accumulated depreciation did not agree with prior year-ending balances, and procurement practices did not include adequate monitoring and review clauses to ensure performance of procurement contracts. Recommendations. The ABD was directed to perform the following measures to correct deficiencies in internal control over financial reporting. Establish procedures to ensure all prepaid expenses are identified and properly reported to the Department of Administrative Services, State Accounting Enterprises, DASSAE. The ABD Comptroller and Accountant 2 received advice from the DASSAE regarding the appropriate way to account for obligated costs incurred by the Division for Construction Contracts and Improvements. Develop written procedures to ensure that a detailed, up-to-date capital asset listing is maintained. Develop written procedures for future implementation of a new warehouse and inventory system as well as strengthen controls over the inventory cycle, and review procurement practices to ensure compliance with the Iowa Code and Department of Administrative Services purchasing policies. Division of Banking, the audit found there were deficiencies in internal control over financial reporting as evidenced by the following findings. One person is responsible for both recording and reconciling capital assets, and the division does not require documentation of supervisory approval before an asset is removed from the capital asset listing, and capital asset additions were understated by $1,400, and total capital assets were understated by $118,000. Recommendations. The Division of Banking was directed to perform the following measures to correct deficiencies in internal control over financial reporting, segregate responsibilities for recording and reconciling capital assets, and document the reconciliation of capital assets, provide documentation indicating supervisory approval for capital asset listings and the deletion of a capital asset from the listing, ensure generally accepted accounting principles package information reported is complete and accurate. Insurance Division. The audit found there were deficiencies in internal control over payroll and receipts as evidenced by the following findings. One employee may have control over processing and recording payroll and personnel information, and in the area of receipts, another individual may have sole control over collection, 
deposit preparation, posting, maintaining receivable records, reconciliation, recording, and accounting for cash receipts. Securities Bureau receipts recorded in separate databases are not reconciled to deposits recording in the state accounting system. And receivables were overstated by $182,000 and payables were overstated by $87,000. Recommendations. The insurance division was directed to perform the following measures to correct deficiencies in internal control over payroll and receipts. Review operating procedures to obtain the maximum internal control possible while utilizing currently available staff. Periodically reconcile receipts to deposits recording in the state accounting system. Develop and implement procedures to segregate the duties of human resources associates from the duties of payroll and ensure GAAP package information reported is complete and accurate. Iowa Utilities Board. The audit found there were deficiencies in the segregation of duties, receipt, reconciliation, and financial reporting as evidenced by the following findings. There is limited internal control in the area of recording and accounting for cash receipts. Receipts recorded in a receivables journal are not reconciled to deposits recorded in the state accounting system. Receivables and payables were understated by a total of $95,000 and unearned revenues were overstated by $143,000. Errors were identified after the GAAP package had been submitted. Recommendations. Review operating procedures to obtain the maximum internal control possible while utilizing currently available staff, improve controls over the receipt process by reconciling receipts recorded in the receivables journal to deposits recording in the state accounting system, and ensure GAAP package information reported is complete and accurate. Other recommendations related to statutory requirements. The audit also reviewed agency compliance with code requirements. The following recommendations were prescribed. Division of Banking Professional Licensing Bureau, Division of Credit Unions, Insurance Division, and Iowa Utilities Board establish a targeted small business procurement goal that exceeds the previous year's actual targeted small business spending as specified by Iowa Code Section 73.16. Professional Licensing Bureau ensure that board and commission composition is in compliance with Iowa Code Sections 543B.8, 544B.3, 544C.2, Subsection 1, and 543D.4. Insurance Division. Ensure that governing bodies of self-insurance plans of political subdivisions or school corporations qualify for an exemption from filing a Certificate of Compliance Actuarial Opinion and an annual financial report with the insurance commissioner as specified under Iowa Code Section 509A.15. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1, with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 26, 2018. Audit Report, Iowa Department of Cultural Affairs, Fiscal Year 2017. The Auditor of State released the Fiscal Year 2017 Audit Report, for the Department of Cultural Affairs, DCA, on September 20, 2018. Findings, Capital Asset Listing. Iowa Code Section 7A.30 requires each department of the state to maintain a written, detailed, and up-to-date inventory of property under the department's charge, control, and management. The DCA was not doing this and did not have a written surplus asset disposal policy. The auditor recommended that the DCA implement control procedures to ensure a detailed, up-to-date capital asset listing is maintained for all assets. 
The DCA responded that the agency has developed a written procedure to ensure a detailed, up-to-date capital asset listing is maintained and a new asset disposal form has been implemented, which requires the signature of the preparer's manager and by the finance division. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 27, 2018. Fiscal Year 2020 Federal Medical Assistance Percentage, FMAP Match Rate. The Bureau of Economic Analysis released final state personnel per capita income data for 2016 on September 27, 2018. This allows states to calculate the final fiscal year 2020 FMAP rates. The fiscal year 2020 FMAP rates are based on per capita personal incomes for calendar years 2015 through 2017. These rates are calculated on a federal fiscal year basis. But the numbers in this article have been blended to reflect the state fiscal year SFY 2019. Iowa's fiscal year 2019 FMAP rate increased by 1.31% to 60.88%. This means for every dollar spent on the Medicaid program, the federal government will pay $0.6088 and Iowa pays $0.3912. The FMAP change is 0.17% greater than the preliminary estimate that was released in March. The FMAP increase indicates that Iowa's economy is not doing as well compared to other states, resulting in a larger share of the total FMAP pie for Iowa. This is the fourth year in a row that the FMAP rate has moved back in the state's favor, meaning Iowa pays less. Prior to that, the rate declined 8.2% from fiscal year 2010 to fiscal year 2016. Fiscal impact, although the final fiscal impact is still being calculated, the 1.31% change in the FMAP rate means that the state will be responsible for approximately $53 million less in Medicaid expenditures in SFY 2019. The chart that accompanies this fiscal update shows the five-year change in the FMAP rate. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-689-0598. To see the chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled FY 2020 Federal Medical Assistance Percentage FMAP Match Rate. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, September 27, 2018. Fiscal Year 2018 General Fund Budget Surplus. Fiscal Year 2018 Actual versus Estimated. The Fiscal Year 2018 General Fund ended the fiscal year with a surplus of $127.3 million. This was $95.6 million more than the previous estimate of $31.7 million. Total net general fund receipts ended the fiscal year at $7.384 billion, which was $103.3 million or 1.4% more than the estimate used at the close of the 2018 legislative session. Net appropriations ended the fiscal year $7.7 million or 0.1% higher than estimated due to adjustments to standing appropriations totaling $6.8 million and reversions being $0.9 million less than estimated. Fiscal year 2018 revenues. 
of the total $103.3 million revenue increase compared to the estimate, personal and corporate income taxes comprised $65.1 million and $32.9 million. Sales and use tax receipts came in below the estimate by $10.1 million or 0.2%. All other taxes, receipts, and transfers ended the fiscal year $15.4 million above the estimate. Reserve funds. In accordance with Iowa statute, the fiscal year 2018 general fund surplus of $127.3 million is appropriated to the state's reserve funds for fiscal year 2019 to the extent that the reserves reach a combined balance of 10% of the fiscal year 2019 adjusted revenue estimate. For fiscal year 2018, the combined balances of the cash reserve fund and the economic emergency fund totaled $620.3 million. This was $116.8 million below the 10% goal of $737.1 million. For fiscal year 2019, the reserve funds are projected to be at the 10% maximum balance of $762.1 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Dave Reynolds, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6934. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Fiscal Year 2018 General Fund Budget Surplus.